so confused. It wasn't supposed to be like this. Of all the places, of all the countries, all the years of traveling, it's here in Iran that I'm greeted most warmly by total strangers. Hello. The other stuff, it's there. The Iran we've read about, heard about, seen in the news. But this, this I wasn't prepared for. Took a walk through this beautiful world Felt the cool rain on my shoulder Found something good in this beautiful world I felt the rain getting colder Good to be here, finally. It's taken some time, like a lot of time. Like 40 years I've been trying, finally. Tehran, city of nearly 8 million people, capital of Iran. This neighborhood feels kind of like their neighborhoods of Rome, this feels a lot like. After all this time, I finally had my chance to see a country I'd heard so much about. The weather's nice, too. I don't know what I was expecting, but... Nice. A big blank spot on nearly every traveler's resume. Merci. Delicious. Thank you. Once upon a time, there was an ancient kingdom where they found a lot of magical black stuff under the ground. other kingdoms had the key to the magical black stuff. And when they wouldn't share, the people of the ancient kingdom got mad. They voted, and their leader said the magical black stuff is ours to keep. But the other kingdoms were afraid of losing all of the magical black stuff, so they gave money to some bad men to get rid of the leader. They put back in power another leader, and they gave him money too. To some, he was a good king, but to others, he could be very cruel. After many years, the people of the kingdom got mad, this time even madder. So they scared the king away forever. And then things started to get really messed up. 
Okay, that's a simplistic and incomplete way to sum up the last hundred odd years of Iranian history. But the point is, there were a lot of issues and differing agendas leading up to the explosion of rage known as the Iranian hostage crisis. Look, we know what Iran the government does. George W. Bush famously called them part of the axis of evil. Their proxies in Iraq have done American soldiers real harm. There is no doubt of this. But I hope I can be forgiven for finding these undeniable truths hard to reconcile with how we're treated on the streets everywhere we go. So forget about the politics, if you can, for a moment. How about the food? The food here is amazing. Cello kebab, as close as you get to a national dish, and the king of kebabs. Ground lamb with spices, a good place to start. So what do you guys do for a living? I export nuts. I'm a curator of contemporary art. Which is an exploding scene here. Iranian country has three different cultures. Western culture, Iranian, and Islamic culture. It's really progressive. It has changed a lot during the last decades. Yeah. Oh. So this is the actual menu. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I would recommend you to try this one, and this one, and this one. Okay. Why not? <laughs> kebab wouldn't be complete without Persian rice. Fluffy, long-grained, and perfectly seasoned with saffron, the rice in this country is like nothing you've ever had. So, Tony, first you should take the butter and put it on your rice. Bon appétit. Bon appétit. Good. It's very good, good yeah. <laughs> it was a hopeful time when I arrived in Iran. A window had opened. There had been a slight loosening of restrictions since the election of President Hassan Rouhani. And there was optimism for a deal that could lead to an easing of crippling economic sanctions imposed because of Iran's continued nuclear program. Trade restrictions that have been very, very difficult for everyone. <laughs> but there's a push happening between opposing factions in the government. On one hand, Iranians are the descendants of ancient Persia, an empire of poetry, Flowers, the highly influential culture that goes back thousands of years. But the ruling clerical and military class are at best ambivalent, at worst actively hostile to much of that tradition. Severe religious-based restrictions of speech, dress, behavior were ushered in by the rise of the Ayatollah during the 1979 Islamic Revolution. Yeah, 
یکی دیگه خسته So, how does one have fun in Iran these days? This is a line that is constantly being tested. Alcohol is, of course, forbidden. You can get away with listening to rock or rap, sort of, sometimes. But you cannot yourself rock or be seen to visibly rock. Not everyone in Iran is delighted with what their country has become since the revolution. But even insinuating discontent can have consequences. Protesters, dissidents, journalists have been simply disappeared into the maw of the national security system. What? It's some military place. Don't shoot, please. Oh, don't shoot. Let us cross there. spit of land in Tehran. Up here in Darband, uh, the road stops and it gets really steep. Place for Iranians to escape the heat, escape the pollution, and have a kebab and a shisha, and just kind of unwind. As print journalists, our job's difficult, but it's also kind of easy, because there's so much to write about. You know, it's, it, the difficult part is convincing people on the other side of the world that, that what we're telling you, we're seeing in front of our eyes, is actually there. When you walk down the street, you see a different side of things. People are proud, the culture is vibrant, uh, people have a lot to say. Jason Rezaian is the Washington Post correspondent for Iran. Yagane, his wife, and a fellow journalist works for the UAE-based newspaper, The National. Jason is Iranian-American. Yagane is a full Iranian citizen. This is their city, Tehran. The official attitude towards fun in general seems to be an ever-shifting, how, is fun even a good idea? There's a lot of security, there's lots of rules. There are a lot of, of people uh, in place uh, to make sure you do the right thing and not do the wrong thing. But um, a lot of push and pull, a lot of give and take. When I first started coming here, you wouldn't hear pop music in a, in a restaurant. Or, right. uh, it's or, everywhere. Now it's now. everywhere. We have police. They arrest girls or women for having bad hijab or not being covered enough. But it's not that we live with the police in our head, you know? You know, one of the first things that people will say when you say, well, I'm going to run, oh, yeah. but don't they make women do yeah. this, 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 and this? Yeah. Actually, not so much. Not yeah. as much as our friends. Yeah. friends. Yeah. Compare and contrast, women aren't allowed to drive in Saudi Arabia. That's right. Or vote. <laughs> uh, or vote. You can drive. You can vote. Yeah, of can course. Can you own a business? Of course. My sister is an accountant. She has her own company. 
Girls are allowed to do almost everything, uh, except we want to go and watch football, which is like Can't the, go watch football. We cannot. Women's issues are often at the spear point of change or possible change here. On one hand, prevailing conservative attitudes demand certain things. On the other hand, Iranian women are famously assertive, opinionated. It's a striking difference from almost everywhere else in the region. So why are we so friendly with the Saudis again? It's a great question. It's a really good question. I'm happy that you asked that question. <laughs> Do you like it? You happy here? Look, I, I'm at a point now after five years where uh, I miss certain things about home. I miss my buddies. I miss uh, burritos. I miss having certain beverages with my buddies and burritos uh, <laughs> in certain types of establishments. Um, but I love it. I love it and I hate it, you know? But it's home. It's become home. Are you optimistic about the future? Yeah, especially if this nuclear deal finally happens. Uh, yeah. Very much, actually. Despite the hopeful nature of our conversation, six weeks after the filming of this episode, Jason and Yagane were mysteriously arrested and detained by the police. Sadly, in Iran, this sort of thing is not an isolated incident. This podcast is supported by Sleep Number. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number smart bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs, so you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores? Sleep Number does that. Only Sleep Number smart beds let you each choose your ideal comfort and support. Your Sleep Number setting. Sleep Number smart beds learn how you sleep and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. All Sleep Number smart beds feature cooling, pressure-relieving comfort layers for soothing sleep throughout the night. Temperature-balancing bedding is designed to move heat and moisture away when you're hot. When you're cool, they hold their energy to help warm you. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited-edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. What is okay to film in Iran and what is not? What's okay for the friendly, to us at least, Ministry of Guidance, might not be okay at all for the Basij, essentially roving young religious militias. Despite all permits and paperwork being in order, we're detained for several hours. This sort of harassment is a daily part of life for Iranians. Right 
Well, I'm so glad to be here. Thank you. Hello. Hi. Sebastian. Good to meet you. So, people have been ridiculously nice to us. Aren't you guys supposed to be the axis of evil? You, you're absolutely right. We are demonized by the media outside. You show black and white. People are demonstrating and killing and bombing and this and that and in Syria and this and that. But you never talk about the real people who are actually living peacefully inside the country. You know, because we eventually in the future of the world, we in Americans have a very special place in this Middle East. You cannot play a game without considering Iran as a friend. One of Farouk's many passions is ancient Persia, culinary history in particular, and he's writing a book on the subject. How do you pronounce the specialty here? Dizi? What they say is called Dizi, which actually is the name of the pot. That's right, it's a, like an earthenware. Uh, yeah, earthenware. Yeah, right. This is one of the early dishes of humankind. It goes back to Mesopotamia 6,000 years ago. Potato, chickpeas, water, lamb, cooked together. Add a little fat, mash it up with potatoes and chickpeas. That's good. What do Iranians want to eat today? It's a home cooking culture, I mean. Yes, we didn't have the culture of eating out. This is a culture of secret foods in the house. Things which are unheard of, it's not in the book. That's secrets. really interesting. A lot of secrets. Mm -hmm. traditional Iranian food? Uh, it's difficult because everybody says the great food of Iran is cooked in people's homes. Yes. This is a land of secret recipes passed down within families like treasured possessions. Mr. Tony, please. Beautiful spread of food. She's my wife and I'm a really lucky man. <laughs> She's a very good cooker. Bejan, like so many other Iranians I've met, has been kind enough to invite me to his home. Yes, this is please. milk soup. Milk and chicken soup. It's really good. My mom said that Iranian people loves guests and they will never get tired if the guest likes their food. This mm. call it fesenjan. A stew of fried chicken, onion, ground walnuts, pomegranate, and tomato paste. And there's fruit, there's some kind of fruit? Yes, there is the dry apricot inside this as well. Delicious. So good. Needed around 24 hours' time. Mm -hmm. These are very sophisticated, very time-consuming dishes to prepare. Always from scratch, and always in excess of what you could possibly need. You tend to kill your guests with kindness around here. Tila pila. That dish is uh, from the south of Iran. From the Persian Gulf? Persian Gulf. Yes. This one is from north. Halva. Mahiye halva. Maybe if I could try some... Uh, yes, thank you. Of course. And that one is qayme. We made it with beans, meat. So good. Mmm. Fantastic food. Men and wife, both of them working. You know, so they, it's hard to do something like yes. this. That's what I've been waiting for. That's the crispy rice at the bottom, right there. The yeah. what's it called? Tadek. Is that? Tadik. Tadik. Exactly. Oh, lovely. Merci. My mom and my mother-in-law. They think if they have a guest, they have to 
at least two or three kind of foods. Right. And uh, if they make just one, they think that it is not very polite for mm-hmm. the guest. But uh, nowadays, for example, for my generation, when I have a guest, I would just make one food, one appetizer, and one dessert. You know why? And? You know why? Because it's much easier. (laughs) 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 Yes. Times have changed. Pre-1979, Tehran was party central. But with Iran's 1979 revolution, 2,500 years of monarchy was over. The supreme leader, Ayatollah Khomeini's word, became, more or less, law. Today, hundreds of thousands of Iranians are bused to his enormous shrine from all over the country. A national holiday, Khomeini died on this day in 1989. His funeral attended by over 10 million Iranians. Down with ignorance, viva wisdom! All of Iranian need in American and all of the world for friendship. Thanks. You don't want to miss the bus. South of Tehran, the landscape opens up. Nearly 300 miles of Iranian highway stretching to the city of Esfahan. Esfahan is Iran's third largest city. Half the world, as the saying went back when this was the capital of Persia and beyond. The city is renowned for its architecture, the grandest bridges and mosques dating back to the Middle Ages. USA? From America? Where are you from? From Esfahan? Or from Tehran? Tehran. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. This is a former wrestler's hangout.
deep in the labyrinth of Esfahan's Bazaar, the smell of something very, very good. This shop has been here doing the same thing for a hundred years. And based on the line, it must be doing it right. I've had biryani in India. I've had it in Uzbekistan. But there's no question who invented biryani. No. No way. <laughs> biryani. Maybe you know the word. Though this doesn't look like any biryani I've ever had. Minced lamb shoulder, onion, turmeric, cinnamon, mint, and of course, saffron, more valuable than gold by weight. This is delicious. Mm, really good. Isfahan today, the, one of the most visited areas by tourists. Yeah, everybody, you know, if you come to Iran and you don't visit Isfahan, you are wasting your time. The Royal Mosque sits astride Imam Square, the second largest square in the world behind Tiananmen in China. At dusk, families come to the square to cool off, picnic, have, yes, it looks like even a little bit of fun. The Assignment with me, Audie Cornish. So there have been arrests, suspensions, disciplinary hearings. They're shutting down graduation events. 
At this moment, the part of the protests that are admirable are young people calling attention to atrocities. Michael Roth is the president of Wesleyan University. I would like to make a space for them to do that, as long as that space doesn't prevent other people from pursuing their education. Listen to The Assignment with me, Audie Cornish, on your favorite podcast app. Morning prayer in Esfahan. Miram to dargoe khodaye mehrabun miram miyam ashram khodayam miyam dar jane ma in ishq sunzan ra ra konas ranjoga khodayam across town the khaju bridge where men gather spontaneously to sing. this okay? This impromptu giving oneself over to the creative urge to stand and sing out to no one in particular? Maybe, but not okay, apparently, to film. Gotta go. Gotta go. The road back to Tehran. Along the way, reminders of just how far back this culture goes. The ruins of ancient caravanserais, highway rest stops from when armies, merchants, traders, traveling by camel, by foot, all passed along these same routes. This, right here, a stop on what was once the Silk Road, extending all the way to China. Whatever your background, bread is a vital, essential, fundamental, and deeply respected staple. And mornings at Tehran, countless bakeries like this one turn out as much as they can. Oh man, it smells good in here. We have to stay in line. No problem. Standing online is a daily part of life for many Iranians. They bake these things on small stones. It gives it that texture. This is why it's called sangyak. Sang means stone, pebble. 
In the years since the 1979 revolution, Iranians have weathered wars, food shortages, and crippling trade sanctions that have caused the economy to sputter. So I'm going to make you a small table, all right? Bobak is kind enough to take me for breakfast. This is called halim. Awesome. And it's made from uh, bulgur wheat? Yes. And you know what is inside except wheat? It is meat. It is turkey. This is a mixture of sugar and cinnamon. Mm. Oh, that's good. You like? Yeah. And the spread is amazing. So you were how old when the war with Iraq started? I was exactly seven. Iraq attacked, and it yeah. was a surprise attack. Iran's eight-year-long war with Saddam Hussein's Iraq is deeply, deeply felt. Hundreds of thousands of Iranians, many of them children, died fighting in that conflict. Were you afraid? We were afraid. My brother was in the front for three years out of eight. And it was not only my brother, many young people like him. Eight years of war, you know, with a country that is supported by many big powers. And it is worth mentioning, whatever you think, wherever we are now, that Saddam, supported by the U.S. government and with our full knowledge, used sarin and mustard gas on hundreds of thousands of Iranians. Less known in America, known and felt by everyone in Iran. And it was a mistake of the United States at that time. They made a bad memory for Iranians. But it's still, people are indeed really, really nice here. I mean, because it, people here don't hate Americans. You helped a coup, and then a revolution, everything, and then we captured your embassy, and okay, it's finished. We didn't kill each other, we didn't have a real fight, so it can be some mis political misunderstanding, which is resolved, which will be resolved, maybe, I hope. Inshallah. Inshallah. So far, Iran does not look, does not feel the way I'd expected. Neither east nor west, but always somewhere in the middle. spectacular <laughs> you can't have this in a restaurant it's time-consuming it's yeah. very expensive yeah. so you have to Persian cuisine has to be experienced in somebody's home oh, so this one here is called Bozgorme. it's slow-cooked lamb in yogurt is that in right? yogurt and saffron and egg yolks Nazila prominent art gallery owner insisted I come over for lunch with her friends and family and here we have the sour cherry rice, little meatballs and chicken. Sour cherries. More than any other nation, I think we love sour. Yeah. Rahim, the cook, has been with the family for generations. Rice mixed with yogurt and saffron baked into a crispy dome. Don't think of rice as a side dish around here. It can be the main event. Okay, very, very good. <laughs> you put far more on the table than 
anyone could conceivably eat. Is that? Yeah. yeah. If you don't like your guest, you yeah. don't put anything. <laughs> and here we have kufte, which is a large, very big meatball. Kufte Tabrizi, ground beef, onion, and cooked rice, walnuts, dried apricots, boiled egg, and barberries. Anyways, we are a very interesting nation. <laughs> Indeed, it's very, very confusing. Extremely confusing. For, yes, for me, yes, the contradictions are just enormous. Enormous. Iranians, we take you to our house and we take you to our hearts and all of that. And in that way, we are extreme. You know, we are extremists in so many ways. So good. Okay. You see this tortured relationship between America and Iran for many years. How do you think most Americans will react when they we see this? Start coming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's very important for us as Iranians to get through, to make sure that we are seen as humans here, not the so-called enemy or the darkness of Iran. You know, like you go to anybody's house in Iran, and I'm sure they, they will welcome you. The excess of evil. We're not the excess of evil. <laughs> so just normal evil, like everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> Ten years ago, Iran was... People, they had hope for future, young people... They wanted to travel, they had a little bit of money, but because of sanction, this sanction really squeezed everybody. Eight years, no foreign investment here, and so it was a very difficult time. I mean, the population is really young, 70% are under 35. And the thing is, they deserve much more than what they have now. They want to have a good job, they want to you know, have families, but it's not possible now for them. I hope we can have more faith in the ordinary Americans because every little uh, change in the policy of the West Western country, it really, really affects our lives here. The Malad Tower. Iran's tallest building and a symbol of national pride. It rises a thousand feet in the air and looks out at all Tehran and beyond. We were out on the observation deck, taking it all in, trying to make some sense of it all. Our time in Iran was coming to an end that it was impossible to say was a window opening or was it only a moment in time before it shut again? You learn pretty quickly that in Iran, there is plenty of gray area, an undefined territory. Where is the line? It seems to change with barely a moment's notice. Okay, here it comes. This is the first time that we have experienced such thing.
stop filming. Last day in Iran, night falls, and the kids, like kids anywhere, get in their rides and head for somewhere they could hang out. Amazing American, American yeah. classics here. Where, where, do they, where do you get them? Uh, old men's, old people's, yeah. Old guys, <laughs> right. And then fix them up? Yeah. Mustang. Camaro. Camaro. Yeah. Firebird? Pontiac. That's a perfect LA car right there. <laughs> <laughs> is this a car club or is this just people just come? We hang out this way with our friends. Awesome, all right. Well, look, I called that for a little delivery. One last thing everyone's been telling me I have to try Iranian takeout pizza. Comes with ketchup. What do you think about Iranian pizza? Not bad. Not bad. <laughs> we don't put ketchup on pizza, though. I love ketchup. Ah, look at beer. Spent my youth pretty much doing this, hanging in a parking lot. Let's assume the worst. Let's assume that you cannot see any way to reconcile what you think of Iran with your own personal beliefs. That you just generally don't approve. Yeah. I think those are exactly the sort of places you should go. Totally. See who we're talking about and where we're talking about here. And I think it's almost un-American not to go to those places, you know? Yeah, there's a lot of horrible things going on here. There's a lot of great things going on, too. I don't know that I can put it in any kind of perspective. I feel, you know, deeply conflicted. Deeply confusing, exhilarating, heartbreaking, beautiful place. Yeah, exactly. Are crazy. <laughs> the American cars are crazy and they're fun. Yeah. Well, I can tell you this, the Iran I've seen on TV and read about in the papers, it's a much bigger picture. Let's put it this way. It's complicated. <laughs> 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 Yegane was held for 10 weeks, then released. In July 2014, Jason was charged with four crimes, including espionage. After 16 months in detention, he was convicted and sentenced to prison. One, two, three. Yeah. Yeah. 
Thank you guys. Thank you. We'll see. Quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores. Sleep Number does that. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com.